0: Should be good what's up everybody welcome to another wednesday night edition of the win daily sports nfl draft you got me sitting in the lead seat to start things off tonight dave Gleckner, jason Mizrahi, and then we got a special guest that we'll introduce in a second no tony tonight makes us sad but that's okay i want to say audience if you're tuning in you're watching we're gonna open up a team for you we'd love you guys to chime in and see if you can uh you know Beat, beat us um so we'll see how that goes but like you know the nfl draft kiss, every wednesday here we're going to go through the the slate which is a big one this week as they minimize uh or as they maximize the slate so we'll get into all that but let me pass it over to jason
2: so you know we got a big guest coming through today obviously we try to bring the best of the fantasy industry in every week um, Dave forgot to mention, you know, I'm actually coming off my first victory this week, so I'm super excited. And sorry, Dave, and, and sorry, Tony, and everybody else out there in Philly after the Phillies lost. Uh, but we got a very special guest. We got Bob Harris, serves as the senior editor over at Football Diehards, Fantasy Hall of Famer, serious XM Fantasy host. Bob, welcome to the show, man. You got some big shoes to fill, you I'll let you know they're big shoes because... <laughs> Mike Dempsey, your your partner in crime, came in and beat us down a couple of weeks back. So you know we're excited to it. kind of
1: yeah <laughs> man.
2: I'm sure he passed over some good notes to you this week. So you all know, I know sure is I, he told good. me
1: I was sloppy seconds, So I'm ready for that.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So Bob,
2: let's get right into this, man. We had a couple of wild weeks in the NFL. The Jets beat the Eagles, which I was shocked by. The Browns and PJ Walker beat the Niners. The Pats and Matt Jones somehow beat the Bills. Uh, And then Kirk Cousins wins in primetime versus the 49ers again. Um, Now, do you think this is more of a product of there being no, like truly dominant teams or is NFL, you know, you know, something wonky going on right now?
1: What's your, what's going on in the NFL right now? Why does this keep happening? This is a, from the NFL's perspective, this is a feature, not a bug. This is the desired outcome. This is what they want. Look. It starts with the design of the football. It's an oblong spheroid. It bounces funny ways. It makes things tricky and dicey to begin with. And then you add to that the you know the design to make teams as equal as possible. Uh, I think this is where they want it to be. This week-to-week volatility uh, is the desired outcome. So for us as fantasy managers, it it puts a tremendous strain. Uh, and it also puts a premium on volume, right? Like volume is the wellspring of fantasy production. Uh, you know you have to have a tap production having it according to Rashad White does not always guarantee production or Joe Mixon or many many players but but without it you have nothing and you're taking your chances and that's not to say guys you're taking chances on we're going to take some chances on guys tonight uh and with the hope of tremendous outcomes but man the best decisions don't always lead to the best outcomes in football because it's a damn crazy game and they've designed it to be as volatile as possible and they love it when it's like this they being the nfl there is a l- really large building on park avenue it's got like two floors of people and the rest is full of money and all the money comes from the fact that they do this crazy stuff that draws us all in so uh good luck to all of us and it's man it's been i think they've been ex- you know They've been building on this for a little while, right? And I think this year, it feels like the culmination of all their efforts to make it as crazy as possible is paying off. I think that's only because we're living in the moment. I think when we look back on it, it's only as crazy as it usually is. But, man, it seems off the charts right now. Yeah,
2: definitely off the charts. Now, I know you and the guys at Football Diehards are truly season-long experts at the highest of levels. So i got to ask you the question – what is, if you can just pick one league setting forever and for everybody, what would be the size of a league? What would be the proper setups? Are you using kickers, defenses, IDPs, and, you know, what other wonky rules or systems you think should be everybody's league setting?
1: So, I mean, I guess, you know, more and more we're trying to, I think Superflex is becoming, you know, more of an accepted norm. And I think it's it's true. I think I agree with Marcus Grant, our friend over at NFL uh, Network, who, who kind of like says, we're not really creating, you know, if the goal is to make, you know, quarterbacks more comparable to their importance on the NFL field. We're doing that by, you know, adding another quarterback. I think we're just creating scarcity. We're not really making it commensurate. So ideally, we would change the scoring for the quarterbacks to put their importance of a one quarterback up to the level that it is in the NFL. And it would take some crazy Jack. It would be like Scott fishbowl scoring for quarterbacks and, and everyone else getting penalized for every damn thing. So it would be tough, but it might, for me in an ideal world, I like to play like Superflex dynasty would be great. IDP included would be even better. Uh, And uh, I I think that, you know, I don't need a kicker. If we're playing full IDP, right? I can live without that. A little too much variance there for for my liking. But 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 also, like on the offensive side of the ball, I'm okay with like like a lot of flexes, more flexes because of the way the the league is heading with running backs or you know the split backfields is making it a little more difficult. So the value we used to place on running backs, we're placing more on the receivers and the tight ends. So even if you don't go to tight, you know, tight and premium scoring, I think just opening up the offensive side of the ball to more players, more flexes would be ideal. Like, and by more, I mean every damn spot on offense could be a flex, and I'd be very happy with
2: it. I like the sound of that. I even like the sound of maybe like additional roster spots for more flexes. So, sure. like I have this great roster that I built out completely, and I feel like a lot of my guys are just sitting on the bench scoring points when. You know, other people aren't actively building a full team, and yeah, from week to week, one guy jumps in and replaces on the bye week. But you're only managing a very tight roster, and I got guys that I think are good enough to start in my team.
1: Yeah, or, or you know, it's a, I mean, one of the joys to me of fantasy football is making speculative plays on on you know talent that isn't going to pay off right away, right? Like you know that, and you're you're going to have to wait on it. Having that opening, having that room on your roster open, so. Like even within season long. I mean, there are players that are that you know that I'm keen on that I know aren't gonna be available right away. I don't have to fight on the waiver wires for the pay- players I identify being great when they become great. I want them to be on my roster before they come great. So the greatness only benefits me, Bob Harris, because that's how I am. Greedy.
2: I, I like the sound of that. So Bob, you know, I know you've been, you know, moving around, you know, you spent some time in a couple of different places. You mentioned to me earlier. Now what team do you pledge your allegiance to? And do you have any kind of rituals, like you have to watch the game at home? Certain things. How do you consume the NFL?
1: Zero teams. I hate them all equally. That's my stock nice. answer. I don't like any of them. Uh, if you ask me, like if like there was one that stood out any given time, it would be the simplest one. It's because I cover the teams, all thirty-two of them. So if you ask a dishwasher what his favorite plate is, it's the cleanest one. Right. So it's kind of a similar situation. The ritual is we do the pregame show, Jeff Manz and I on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. And uh, and like work is pretty much nonstop. Like you guys know how the grind is. So we're going yeah. nonstop pretty much around the clock. My feet hit the floor at 6 a.m. I'm up until two. And, you know, that's the, except on Sunday when the when the games start, I head for the couch. I crank up the red zone. And uh, and kick back and put my feet up and uh, and and enjoy and just sit there with my tournament lottery pick tickets. I mean, that's to me the best fun is uh, all my tournament lineups sitting in front of me on a screen and kind of watching myself fail miserably at that uh, while I watch a bunch of games.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on that, man. No more allegiances. It's just the teams, the players, the guys I have money on. That's who I'm really stressed out about. I don't get mad at any one player or any one team. Um, looking at tomorrow, we got a little game in Buffalo. Buffalo, super shaky, but they get the benefits of going against Baker Mayfield, which is, should be a, a W on their board. Buffalo's favored by eight and a half. Do Baker and the boys hold a chance to pull the upset? We've seen some wonky things the past couple weeks. Do you think the Bills cover? What's your first impression on this game?
1: I, I do think the Bills are going to cover, but I think that most every week and uh, often I'm disappointed but you know coming off a less than expected you know performance I think last week I think they're going to come out like a like a like a hornet's nest uh and go nuts I do think like you know the Buccaneers red zone defense is has been pretty good and, and so that's a little of a concern because you know I mean Buffalo at times like They get off the the bad starts or whatever. But they are really good in the red zone in general. I think they're scoring 71% of the time, so it's kind of a strength-on-strength situation. And I think in that case, I'm going to give the tie to the offense and and go Buffalo there.
2: Yeah, I think Buffalo hangs in there, bounces back. Uh, But they also almost lost to the Giants. Right. Which was They they should have lost to the Giants. I I really thought they were going to lose that game, which was shocking. Um, Tyrod not getting much respect now. Bob, before we get into this draft, I've been basking everybody, and uh, we actually heard some people say the bull, the Bill's going to win the Super Bowl or make it to the Super Bowl. Do you have to predict two teams right now, AFC, NFC, who gets there, who takes it down when it's all said and done?
1: To repeat of last year, and and when that happens, I'm going to listen to all your betting advice because you are deadlocked money. <laughs> eagles win this time or or what i, I think i think that would be that you know as as i sit here now yes that i, I you know like you're just playing the odds right like yeah. you know yeah. so so yeah until you know if we get closer and we see what kind of things are developing uh then maybe i'll be a little little bit different but like patrick mahomes hasn't been quite as dialed in you know and like i mean and you know, I, like it's a relative thing, right? He's, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, slightly less dialed in, is still better than 97% of everybody else. So, But Jalen Hurts also is, you know, there have been some disappointments in weeks. So I'm interested to see how it plays out the rest of the season. But I, I, I guess in the end, I would go with the defense. And for me, that's the Eagles right now.
2: Yeah, Eagles would do. Teams look pretty damn good as of late. Um, A.J. Brown yeah. stepping up, too. He's been doing well. Um, let's get and into Adam the buy
1: but just quickly I mean yes. you know they're still making aggressive moves. they may not be done making moves right I mean I, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if they did something else but that's that to me is part of it is is they' you know they're all in. Kind of agree to that Bob. I'm gonna let Dave Tech
2: take over now kind of give us a rundown of what happened last week, what went well uh, what we're looking forward to this week and then we'll get that draft board up. Um, listeners right now. If there's enough listeners out there, please comment right now. If you want to draft a team, we'll allow you to kind of draft the team with us because Tony's out. So we'd like to draft four teams. So if anybody's out there, Jimmy, if you're out there, anybody's out there listening right now and you want to draft a team, post in the comments that you want to help out. It's so we'll get the draft board up with four people. If not, you know, me, Dave, and Bob will fight it out, you know, three men to try to take it down.
0: Love it, Jay. So let me say, Bob, there's been a lot of 49ers. Week in a week out. I think the straw finally broke that camel's back. Rock so. Purdy maybe is maybe. not, you know, MVP caliber. I, I was just like ripping my hair out when Pete I get that he was good enough to game manage. Um, hmm. but they're gonna have to do some different things going forward here. It's a long season. Um, but yeah, the Kevin Byard edition is huge. I mean, a fifth, sixth rounder, and yep. the safety the Eagles weren't gonna use. Uh, they were using, but they didn't want to use in Terrell Edmonds. So um I like your picks, and Jimmy did check in. He was out in Indianapolis last week. I'll tell you what; I've seen a lot of games going a lot of places. I've seen Pacers games in Indianapolis, never a Colts games. So that's
1: good to know that it's a a must see. I think the big the big move I'm watching for is is if you know now that they've s- thrown up the flag, right? Like Tennessee, the for sale sign is up. You know who comes and chases down the king? Who gets who gets Derrick Henry? And, I agree. And, and Baltimore. You know, I was talking to Joe Picapia from Fantasy Pros earlier. I think we both kind of agree. Baltimore seems like it'd be an ide- ideal destination. Buffalo is another one that that seems, you know, like maybe an outside possibility. They need to make some kind of move. Um, but I think Baltimore could really benefit from having a real running back instead of a bunch of guys that I can't choose between.
0: Well, and, and Bob, what's interesting, and, and let me get your take on this real fast before you jump in. Kirk Cousins winning the other night probably took him off the market. Now, probably so. He, I think yeah. so. Yeah, no. He Maybe might in the future, been, too. Yeah, he might not have gone anyway. He was, like, kind of reluctant. He's kind of, like, setting his ways up there. But um, I think he's definitely off. The Vikings can, you know, that look, the Lions looked ugly the other night. It's not over. <laughs> so, interesting stuff. We'll get into this draft cast. Can't wait to get going. Yes, I have to recap and sit here and say Jason took it down last week. He gets his first win Finally. of the season. Finally. Seven, yep, seven weeks in. And I will, you know admittedly i'm very proud you you had it wasn't just a few picks you had a well oiled machine last week i was a little nervous when you were going high end um, uh, but you were able to fit it in and and lamar jackson that was the key to the week uh the highest scoring quarterback on the board at 37 well yes 37.88
2: outscored mahomes by 0.02 yeah, so. i was worried about mahomes he came through but i knew i had zay and mark andrews as well so that stack really paid off well that was Probably what carried me. I don't remember all my team, but I remember I had those three guys as as a nice little base.
0: Yeah, you held me off by a few points, and it was really the Josh Palmer late because I had Keenan Allen and and Austin Eckler, and he outscored both combined. So, and you beat me by 10. So, good week, good week. I got to give you credit where credit's due. And now you know the rules. Um, Bob, we talked about earlier. We're going to go around here and let Jason pick his position in the draft first uh, because I was second. I'll go second. And then, Bob? You're going to go third, and then in the audience, we'll let them pick with the last spot. So, Jay, what are you thinking before I bring up the
2: board? Let me see, man. Um, this is a week, to... by the way. No buys. Yeah, no yards. buys. You got a big slate here. Let me look right now. You know, Is there a guy that I really, 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 really want? I don't think there is. I think it's a pretty balanced slate. So I'm not going to go one. Let's go three. Let's switch it up. Let's go three. I don't like the wheel, so I'll go three right now.
0: All right. I like it. You know what? I'm I'm going to stay kind of positioned with you in the middle and not be on both sides. So I'll go two, and I'll leave Bob. You got to pick one or four.
1: I think I'll go four.
2: I like okay. it. Okay. So we I got do. our listeners here. You guys are going to go one. So we're going to let you guys give a shot here. I see Jimmy in the chat, Yvonne in the chat. So if you guys can follow along and hang out for the next, you know, half an hour, 40 minutes, we'll, we'll keep this train going. If not, we can always help you out. You know, we can help, you know, build with you. Um, but for right now, let's see what we got going here. Hold on here. What's going on here? Dave, you they got this or no? I had yeah, it. You do it. Yeah, well, my no, bad. Go for it. I'm done now. No, no, you go. You go. <laughs> I don't know what you just did. All right. Go now. Go ahead. Put the
0: overlay up. All
2: right. All right. Yes. There we go. So, listeners, who do you guys want? Jimmy, you there? Yvonne, you there? If not, we'll uh, draft you guys like the worst player in the draft. Um, In ten, nine. Dave, what do you think we should do here? All right. Jimmy puts up Brown or Kelsey. You know. uh, Give him A.J. Brown. Go for it. A.J. Brown. I mean, the the board. Against the Commanders, I, I think
0: it's just, you know, a smash play this week. We, we've seen what he's been doing. I like the pick.
2: No, I think it's a good pick, man. It's definitely a good way to start the draft oh, year five so.
0: Five straight games over 125 yards receiving. I think it's, like, the first time in Eagles
2: history, but, like, only the third time in NFL receiving I think it's, basketball. like,
1: the, yeah, There's it's, it's a very short list.
0: Yeah.
2: And he's making tough catches. Like, every single catch of his is, like, contested. It's not – it's tight windows. He's fighting for balls. Guy's really – I thought Devontae's going to have, like, a, a bigger leap this year. And, you know, it happened for, like, a game, and then it just fell off, and it's all it's all been A.J. Brown. But we'll see what happens moving forward with
0: this team. I agree. So, with me sitting here with my first pick, I will say there's a reason I jumped in front of Jay, and I appreciate this. I got to take one of his favorite guys. If he knows how to say his name or not, I don't care. I'm taking Isaiah Pacheco.
1: Ah, okay. Ah.
2: Okay, I wasn't
1: thought going he'd make there.
0: It. I thought yeah, I he'd mean, make it. It's just the volume, right? I mean, yep. obviously he's been putting up the points, but the volume Damn is it.
2: there. Okay.
0: I,
1: I already uh, regret my pick choice. Yeah. <laughs> <All> <laughs> I,
2: right, do, I do think um, quarterback is kind of light here. Um, I'm going to go with mm, – let's go Jalen Hurts. Let's switch it up a little bit. You know, tush push, all that kind of good stuff, man. It's funny, you see Brock Purdy try doing it and Kirk Cousins trying doing skill. it. Yeah, I'm it's, telling you. It, what what it, do you think, Bob? What do you think the skill of it all What is it? Is it the. It's the legs. Is it all Jalen Hurts? Is it the. Is it the. You know, the front I, I four of much, the Eagles? I,
1: I think it's the offensive line, right? They get that push, they get that drive underneath, and get down low, and then you know, I mean, does the push up? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe sometimes it does. I think it more, for the most parts, it hurts in the offensive line.
2: Okay. So, All right,
1: Bob.
0: So you're—it's up to you with the wheel route.
1: Man, I had a—I had a distinctive plan in mind, and, and you guys shot it to hell. Uh, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to. I'll, I'll do this. Uh, Alvin Kamara and Brees Hall. I saying? like the
2: Brees Hall play. Nice. Nice play on that one. I'll <clears throat> run it back. Um Camara. Oh, was, was it Camara? You said Camara. Yep. Yeah,
0: got it. Okay.
2: Yeah, this team bounced back a little bit last week. This was like, I feel like it was like almost everybody's darling. Um, running back they wanted to draft. Probably got burned so far this year. Not doing much. His offense is not doing much, but they're probably gonna be behind in this game. I'm going to go with Ramondre and hope he gets these, these targets out of the backfield. Six targets the last two games. He's got to find the end zone to really hit value. Going against Miami, you know, he should be used in the passing game a bunch. I'm assuming they're going to be down. I know, you know, Belichick will try to stop Tyreek and all that kind of good stuff. But the price at 5400 is too good to pass up on Ramondre. And he does have some upside in this matchup. Yes, yes.
0: All right, yeah, I like that pick. I mean, he did come through last week, and you're exactly right. It was late in the game, right? Uh, getting those scrap, you know, catches that got them down the field to, to win the game for the Patriots. I like the pick. Um I'm trying to decide whether I stay in this zone or not, or or flex back. We got Jimmy and you guys on deck.
1: I see you're already um cursing Bob's picks. So well, um, I mean, like Kamara's, I can see why they you know be cursing Kamara. I mean. 29 touches last week 12 12 catches he has 55 touches in the last two games it's 28 percent target share in two of the four games he's been in i mean it's it, the the volume's been there and i like the matchup on this one i'm sure they're cursing me for that it makes me feel good about myself yeah, thank you yes
2: yes, Bobby, yes you think we see do you think we see james soon or you think car is going to ride out i
1: think uh car is very angry um I don't know if angry car is a good car. I I don't know. It seems like it's, I think they're going to stick with him for now, but man, you know, there, there's going to be some issues on that team. I saw you had some more comments today that, that made it seem like he didn't really, you know, get the, the, you know, that his, the whole thing is like not a good look for him yelling at teammates and being angry all the time. And so we'll see. I thought Michael Thomas had an interesting quote, you know, where car was saying, I just, we just need to communicate better with each other and, and Michael Thomas basically said, well, some of us communicate maybe different ways than others, right? I mean, I, I think there is a there is a schism growing there.
2: Yeah, you yeah. can't be, like, throwing your helmet and crying if you throw the right. ball, like, also, 70 out of bounds. Like, like if the, the ball is inbounds playable, and then Olave right. gets pulled over. That team is kind of turning turning bad, yeah. and it could be good in that division, too.
1: Yeah, I thought that was the, the big one for me was, you know, you're sitting there yelling at Olave for breaking off the route, and certainly he did. Also, you threw it like 20 yards out of bounds. Nobody was catching that ball <laughs> there at Carr. Yeah, I really. love it. I hated that guy
0: last year, how he treated the Raiders situation. He was such a whiner and a baby. And then now he thinks he's free and he's going to light it up. He lights nothing up. So I'm, I'm, I'm actually enjoying some of his uh, theatrics. And um, I'm not a big uh, Dennis Allen guy either. But with that, I am big on this receiver this week, and it's Terry McLaurin. Um, he, he lights up the Eagles every time he plays them. Had eight catches against them earlier this season. Has had two straight games of at least six catches. The volume's there, and he's fifty three hundred. Nice price. uh Eagles are not good this year against the pass. It's yeah. a weird thing. Uh, like last year, they were number two in the league against the pass. Not this year.
2: I like that. So like who we that. got going from the audience here? Jimmy, step up. Yvonne, step up. I guess Kelsey is still up there on the board. So. If you guys want to go, Kelsey, here you're more than welcome to. You got a uh, two two picks on the clock, so if you want to go, Kelsey, remind us right now. If not, you know, give us some other plays, Jimmy, or Yvonne. While they're picking, Bob, a couple other questions, man. What's your what's your big biggest pickup in in season long right now? Like guys that you you know you got late or you got early that you're really cashing in on right now?
1: I think like some of the like the receivers that we draft, I mean, like Adam Phelan has been a monster. solid, right? And, and and I'll say Nico Collins as well. I mean, I probably, in so many leagues, they're my wide receivers four and five, uh, that it's like, and it's paying off in a big way. I think those are the, some of those guys, uh, I'm trying to think of running backs that are, you know, there are no running backs we're paying off <laughs> i you know i miss it like reese um, Hall saw my payoff soon reese hall's <laughs> reese hall's definitely gonna pay off i just wasn't in on him i just you know i, I was skeptical right and so uh and so probably i have more shares of cook because he was a cheaper piece than i do of uh of Hall, and it breaks my heart it makes me want to pound my fist on the table yet i will <laughs> try to restrain for now <laughs> All right, looks like I got two
2: picks from, from Jimmy here. He went double running backs here. Gus Edwards, who's actually been value for me. I've had J.K. Dobbins on two teams. I had Nick Chubb on a couple of teams. Um, so Gus Edwards, he actually panned out last week. The week before, I think, got me like 10 points. So good matchup for him, good price for him. Madison, you know, good price. He actually looked more effective than I thought last week in a, in a tough matchup. So this week in, in a plus matchup from green Bay makes a lot of sense, not getting all the attempts anymore, uh, but still effective here. Now, Dave, it's back to you. What are you doing? Don't snipe my pick please. Cause I'm right behind yeah. you, man. So I'm not going to snipe your pick cause I can't uh, because
0: you already have a quarterback, but I might as well just lock it up now with people starting to talk about Baltimore, we're going to have to get, you know, a little creative down here, but Lamar Jackson, Arizona, anytime I can get a quarterback against them. Gino didn't shine last week, but still was a, a solid production day. Could have been even better um, against Arizona last week, but I think Lamar is going to run wild in the desert.
2: Yeah, uh, I like that play, Lamar. Um, you know, the only thing that worries me is potential blowouts, but we don't really know blowouts anymore. Any team yeah. can be any team on any given day. So – uh, I'm with you on that play. It was a guy that I was looking at as well. Running back is tough here, man. It really is. There's some guys in some bad matchups. So I don't know if I want to go running back yet. I might just pick somebody by default here. But um, give, me, give me somebody in that Baltimore game. Give me uh, Zay Flowers. The guy's been effective pretty much all year long. Number one option outside of um, you know Mark Andrews. Andrews stepped up last week, but... Give me Zay. They haven't really, you know, bumped up his price yet on DraftKings. They finally bumped up Adam Thielen out of that 5K range. Yeah. But they still got Zay Flowers in that 5,600 range. This guy's electric. He's going to get you double-digit points. And it's going to be a game where he breaks one of these long ones. And he'll get, like, 20, 25. So, hopefully, bad defense in Arizona. Hopefully, Arizona can keep the game close a little bit. And Zay, you know, has a big game here.
0: All right, I like it. That goes over to Bob. It takes away a little stack option for me. That's all right. I got some other ideas. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'll
1: go ahead and and I want to do the big thing or wait to do the big thing later and do the littler things now. (laughs) Um, I'll do the the littler things now. I'll do uh, Stroud and and, uh,
0: Nico. I will tell you, Stroud was absolutely on my radar. Uh, good pick, especially its matchup of him versus. Right. Long, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. And also, I love that Carolina's defense, a little, a little challenged by the injuries at this point in time, especially the secondary. So, feeling good about that one.
2: Yeah. Good pick. Go.
1: pick. I don't like that you're
2: so quick with your two picks, Bob. I'm not a fan of that because it I might you have given some thought about clock. this. Yeah, I, I, want, be- I want you to slow <laughs> down your process a little bit. Um, just remind me, do we think Purdy is going to be out with the concussion? It's uh, pretty much a guarantee I think it, of this late in the week. I mean,
1: I think it's almost guaranteed. that One player all year has – so, first of all, Kyle Shanahan said today he thinks he can be cleared. But one player all season, one all season has been cleared the week of the concussion uh, for the next game. So it's uh,
2: our guy Sam Darnold uh, who's going to lead the 49ers to uh, a victory, I guess. That's a tough one here. I don't know what to do there, but let me let me take a shot. I don't think it's that much of a downgrade from uh Purdy to Donald. Give me give me Brandon Ayuk. They kind of forgot about this guy, you know, and I think if they threw the guy the ball I love him. a little bit more uh last week, uh, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And I actually had I was so angry that game because I had alternate props receiving on Kristen McCaffrey. And he was open, like, almost on every single play. And the guy's the, the best guy on the field. I don't know yep. why they didn't get on the ball. As soon as they got on the ball on that one drive, it was like, oh, easy touchdown. I 100%. hit my alternate prop. I had him for 50, 60, 70, 80. He hit for 50 for, like, plus 300 or whatever. But I wanted to be greedy and get that 80. Didn't look to the guy ever again. And they kind of forgot about Ayuk too. He was just – I never seen somebody, like, force the ball to people who weren't um, that open. And they're kind of saying now I saw the highlight. They're saying when he probably got that concussion on the, the tush, push, whatever his stats afterwards were it were extremely fell off. So maybe that's why um, some of those errant throws. But I think I fairly priced for the matchup since is going to put up some points here. Um, San Fran's got to win his game. Bounce back. I fairly priced at 7k should have a big game.
0: I like it. I'm going to go actually in a little bit of the reverse. When Bob started saying cheap, I don't know if that was his cheap options, but there's one out there at receiver that caught my eye last week. 62% of the uh, snaps, um, you know, four catches, actually a run for 20 yards. That's Demario Douglas out of New England. Um, I just really like, you know, in that game environment, they're going to have to use some special things, I feel like, and Douglas might be one of those 3,300. I think he could be a, a real good value play this week.
2: I like that, Cole, man. He's, uh, the guy Sticks was looking at for the past couple of weeks, but this might be the breakout week. I was on Kendrick Bourne earlier, and he, he had some big gains, but the price is right on Douglas, man.
0: It really is, which goes over to the audience who is a little upset about the Stroud-Collins combo. Let's sorry for can, that. Yeah, Apparently let's see sorry. If they can, I feel horrible. Yeah, but, it looks it. Um, let's see if they can react and get Jimmy, back off you the floor. Are
2: up. And, uh, you know, looking forward, though, Dave, your Eagles, man, you feel good about, you know, what happened in the bounce-back spot there? Are you feeling strong about this team right now? Well, yeah.
0: I mean, I, Bob said it earlier. I think he said it best this is what the NFL is. But don't forget, they're 6-1. and one. I mean, people can say what they want, but 6-1 is pretty darn good in the NFL. Now, here's the point. After this game, it's murder's route. They're going to see the Cowboys a couple times, the Niners, the Bills. Um, they got some real Chiefs. Are in there too in this five six game stretch, so they got to get this one out of the way and uh, get to seven and one because there is going to be some really really big games coming up. So I feel good. They always play better in Washington against this team. They struggle at home for some reason. Lost to them last year. That's the team. If you look at Hertz's record in the last two regular seasons, one loss. It was Washington. It won't happen there. I, I feel good this weekend.
2: But yeah, this weekend, this weekend is going to play well, and we got Jimmy coming through with his I- home home team bias. Going with Jamar Chase and our guy, Joe Burrow, who's fairly priced in the matchup. Chase, um, you know, he could break out any game. Obviously, when T. Higgins is not there, he has some monster games. So good call, Jimmy on those. Back to you, Dave. What's your thoughts here? Oh, my thoughts are he took Chase. I was was
0: gambling. I said, let me get my cheap guy out of the way. He's not going to be able to afford both those guys. I mean, maybe he will. Um, but man, good picks. I think Chase is in for a monster week coming off the bye, like you said earlier. Since he is kind of that team that needed a bye now, um, even the ugly win against Seattle, they this really sets them up for a good second half. So good pick. And you're kind of throwing me for a loop here, but that's all right. Loops are okay. Um out of the running backs, it, it's been a it's been a tough. Bob, you said it earlier too. There, there's just not much in the running game anymore that's that really pops. But one of these guys is going to do it, and I think um, I'm going to take Cream Hunt this week. And Look, with Jerome Ford out, uh, likely out, um, Kareem, out. He's out. Yeah, and,
1: yeah, he ain't
0: playing. Oh, uh, and, and Seattle is is a defense you can expose both in the pass and the rush game. Um, if if Hunt gets all the carries there, man. I mean, Hunt's questionable, but they'll play it. I
1: like it. I, I, Last three games, that Seattle defense has been – I mean, they've only given up, what, I think a total of 30 points. True. Yeah, they still give up a lot of
0: yards. But you're right. They played Bengals, let up 17 last week. uh, Cardinals, what was it, like 13? Yeah, they've been better. True. Um, But Cleveland has to move the ball somehow. So I'll I'll take a chance on Hunt.
2: Okay. I'm going to go value here. It looks like – Arizona made a big mistake not trading Zach Ertz when they had the opportunity to kind of throw him out there for some trade bait. Um, And fortunate for me, I played this guy last week, Yeah, had a decent game. He hit value, um, 5.9 points, but he was, I think, 2,500 last week. DraftKings didn't really adjust the price much. Matchup, okay, not not great by any means. Baltimore is a legit defense. But at 2,800, give me Trey McBride. You know, I'll take four catches for 30 yards um, at 2,800. I need value because I'm going to go pay off in a couple spots, but give me give me McBride.
0: Yeah, love it. I think that, and he's, by the way, he's so much more athletic than Zach Ertz too. He's just, he's, he's little... actually
2: got knees. He's got knees and yeah. ankles and feet, and you kind of need those to run routes. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I think he runs deeper routes, too. I think he, he yeah, good pick.
1: All right, Bob, what do you got? Take your time, uh, Bob.
2: Don't, 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 be so quick on the trigger. Well, I gotta Give be a little time. Quick here. It's
1: my brand, man. I'm, I do everything fast. Um, <laughs> I'll go, I'll go uh, Christian Kirk and, and Darren Waller. I like, uh, you know, the, like not eager to play against the Jets, but Waller's volume has been impressive the last two games. I'm hoping Tyrod Taylor remains the quarterback. I don't think he's been under 29% uh, target share the last three games. He has a couple of top 10, I think seven, a couple of, I did seven finishes there. And Christian Kirk is, the. Uh, I mean, I love you, Calvin Ridley, but you're the wide receiver two in Jacksonville. Christian Kirk is the wide receiver one. The opportunities are there. Out-targeted him uh, noticeably uh, since week one. I think week one is the only game where Ridley is out-targeted Christian Kirk. I'm scared. You know? I'm
2: scared about Bob's team. He's too prepared for the game here. And um, it's balanced. It's balanced. I didn't prepare yeah, very, at all. Very, very balanced, um, but – Left one guy on the board for me. This guy, I didn't see this coming against San Fran. I really, really didn't. I know he was a big prospect, but big catches. thought he was hurt. Then he came back. Then he's grabbing balls. Um, Addison at 5,700. They didn't adjust the price. Great matchup or or decent matchup against Green Bay. I know you got a guy in Alexander there. Um, But at 5,700, I don't need too much. I'm worried about the pace a little bit in Green Bay because they slow things down. But 5700 for a wide receiver one that Kirk is force-feeding the ball to. I'll, I'll take a shot at that price.
0: Yeah, kid special. Really good pick. I, I mean, if I remember college, he was Pitt then USC, um, but always had the talent. And, and now he's showing it. Great, great pick. Listen, I've, I've saved myself some money to pay up for someone. I, I was hoping it was Chase. I didn't really love the running back market this week. Um, and there's something about Tyreek against New England. He didn't have the greatest game earlier with 15 points. I'm going to go Travis Kelsey here. They The audience left him out there too long. However, I can, you know, two Chiefs against Denver. Denver, I don't know how in the world they did it last week Held someone under 20, but that means they're probably letting up 50 this week. So I'll take Kelsey. Yeah, okay. That does work. Were- I thought about it. I thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. I It, it, it isn't mind boggling, Bob. The Chargers know they can't stop him. Right. But somehow he still
1: gets 13 catches. Yeah. How? Yeah. It, you know, it, it really is. I mean, like, you know, he is the primary P, but he just has this knack for gaining just enough separation for, for Mahomes, right? And Mahomes yeah. doesn't need much for him. It's like, you know, I mean, I want to say Mark Andrews, like to me, kind of fills a similar role, but Zay, Zay Flowers maybe is is cutting into it. But that true, you know, wide receiver one. I think we've seen that from Waller the last three weeks yeah. for sure as well, and something we expect to happen. But but Travis Kelsey is the prototype for this role. He's just he's it. He's the reason why the Chiefs decided that hey. We don't need a wide receiver one. Tyreek Kill. we're not paying you. Somebody else can pay you. We're happy to move nice. on. And we'll have a bunch of guys. And and from snap to snap, Patrick Mahomes, who we invested a half billion dollars in, is going to determine our wide receiver one from a bunch of cheaper options. And it's going to be that's the great. guy who's open. And that's exactly how they're doing it. Now, maybe it's not as sustainable as they think. And maybe Rishi Re- Rice can fix that over the course of time. Like he seems to be emerging a little bit. But they're fine playing whack-a-mole with their wide receiver one, letting <laughs> Patrick Mahomes just pick and choose as he sees fit and just leaning heavily on Travis Kelsey until that changes and Kelsey gets, what, 20 years older? Because I think he's going to keep playing for another 20 years, I'm pretty sure. Um, this isn't going to change. Right?
2: Bob, I've I got, got a question for you. And, Jimmy, you're up, so uh, get some picks in. But Devontae Adams, the Raiders, not looking like they want to be friends for much longer here. And you see the Chiefs go out there and just pull the you know the jo- the joker out of the hat and just say, "You know what? Give me give me Devontae Adams and let's see what really can happen kind of like Randy Moss." It it's, it's a
1: it's a big move, but I I don't I'm I'm almost I feel like it's it seems like such an obvious move that it's not going to happen. I think, you know, I mean, Adams has clearly been trying to talk his way out of something uh for the last couple of weeks, but but I don't, you know, I think that's like a big move. It doesn't seem like the the kind of move the Chiefs would make. You know, the the Raiders might be open to it, but I don't think the Chiefs would do it.
2: Gotcha. See what happens. Uh, Looks like we're going to go with Goddard, who I do like. Good pick there, Jimmy. And the Bengals defense, which could work out. Doesn't really correlate too much, but, you know, correlation is a tough thing to figure out. Um, you know, cause you, you got Burrow and you got chase there. You're hoping for shootout to some extent, but at the same time, you know, Sam France got Sam Darnold. you know, they do got McCaffrey still. So we'll see what happens there. So I like the picks. It works. Goddard had a big game, especially, um, early on, but you know, Yvonne, if you want to hop in with these picks too, more, more than willing to help out. Um, Dave back to you. Yeah, I know. Uh, you're looking, you're, you're diving, you need some, uh, need some savings, or are you, are you going up top here? No, I'm okay. I mean, I got about you know, I'm gonna go get my
0: defense out of the way now and then kind of plug and play. And the Bengals were definitely on my radar just because I'm a defense, you don't have to pay up kind of guy. Like, as many times as you got this guaranteed defense, you know, you got the same low end level defense that scores. Um, so, it's an area that I definitely like to take discounts. This week, I'm going to go with the Jaguars. Uh, Kenny Pickett is, you know, I, I know the look, it's all Mike Tomlin. I know they're winning games by smoking mirrors, um, but Pickett's still vulnerable. I, I think they can get some sacks, create some turnovers at 2,800 on the road. I like the Jags. Uh, good price here.
2: Yeah, I'm going to kind of shit on myself here. Season long, I didn't get too many shares of this guy, but I'm most shocked about this guy underperforming the most. Uh, you guys have a guess who it is. Running back, Dave, Bob, what do you think it is? Still on the board. Eckler? Well, is he on this board, though? He's not on the board. Bob, your guess? Um, Top flight running back with a Henry? good line. Tony no, Good guy. line.
1: Tony Pollard yeah. was my next guess, right?
2: Tony Pollard is a guy that I thought was going to have like a monster season. There's no Zeke there. And if you told me through, you know, six weeks uh, of playing ball, he has two touchdowns and 370 yards, I'd be shocked, man. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if it's tough matchups, like they faced the the Jets, they faced San Fran, and of course they they faced Arizona. Um, ha ha. But guys got 30 yards last game, 29, 47. Two games at 70 and 72. He had one game against Arizona. They put up 122, but miniscule season hoping for a breakout here the prices come down enough at 7500 that you're getting some upside with them um you, you're going to play hopefully at a faster pace here against the rams pretty decent matchup so give me pollard and i'm, I'm hoping for the best here
0: i like it I, and i'll be honest with you there's many weeks you gotta you can't just trust the metrics of you know seven weeks a day to get the rams have let up some yards on the ground um, I've seen it. So, uh, and they had a bye. Dallas was bye last week too. So, I think that that gives some. They might want to settle in and really start focusing on some of their better players. So, I like it, Bob. You got two.
1: Uh, I'm going to take the Texans defense. Oh, against against Bryce Young. Why would you do that? I don't know. It just seems like a seems like a, man. I wanted. I'm like so close to being able to pull something off, and I can't pull it off. I'm going to go Drake London, at wide receiver. A uh, bit nice volume. It's against Tennessee. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go with that. Nice.
0: Yeah, he has been better in the last two, three weeks.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, the volume is like, you know, like I'm not like keen on banking on Desmond Ritter, but just in general, I, I want to say, what do we got? Like 20, I think the low I'm looking at here, 23% uh, is the low target share over the last four games. has It hasn't been outside double digits uh scoring in those games and a touchdown would uh would sweeten the pie and i'm i heard the titans are like they're kind of tanking a little bit
2: yeah it looks it yeah then they're going with the young kid levi's right levi's getting the start this week is that confirmed yet
1: Leave it's us. not confirmed but it seems yeah. like it's almost uh almost certain but it sounds like they were are open to playing both quarterbacks which would even further screw that pooch. so uh, start Levis and then, you know, give Willis some turns. and They maybe try to see what they have in these guys before they decide to trade Tannehill if they can move him. So, a little bit going on there. Okay,
2: I think it's on me. I'm trying to decide between a couple players here. And I don't know who I want. Um, let me buy some time. Uh, I'm not sure we're going to flex out here. Give me the Atlanta Falcons against... You know our guy whoever it is at the quarterback position they're, they're playing very slow pace every game is like an over under of like 35 slow pace a lot of running as long as uh, Ritter doesn't turn the ball over three times i think they can you know maintain a nice five seven you know five to ten point range on the defensive side decent value at 2900.
0: yeah i like it yep there's so many ways i can go here and, and i'm really I'm gonna. I feel that this is is, is a low ceiling, high floor kind of guy. This week, he's getting the volume, but man, he averages less than three yards of carry. But <laughs> it's going against the Panthers, and I, I'm just gonna trust that Damian Pierce can do something for once. This he can't. It's not possible. He's not doing it. He's not doing it. <laughs> no. Well, I know they have started to use. Um, he looked so well, good
2: last year too. Like he looked I, amazing coming out the gate. And then uh-huh. it has been all downhill. Yo, and he looked great in college too. Like you see the college tape, the guys like bulldozing people. What's the problem? About? What happened like,
1: to we've him? Even single you're saying I don't, I, I don't like you know, watching him, he just he doesn't look like the same guy, you know, hasn't been quite as explosive himself. The offensive lines had issues though. I mean, to sure. be fair to him, I mean they were down like four guys at one point, so so maybe that's been a little bit of an issue, but but he does not seem to be the same guy we saw last year. And now the Singletary starting to get more run. But I think the only reason I'm saying he's not going to do good is because I believe C.J. Strauss going to pass one every time. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough, I, and I'll take that. But I I agree.
0: He does not look the same explosiveness. I'm a big, uh, you know, last year he was really good. Right. And this year it just looks like he hits the hole and dies. Looks like
1: just a guy. Yeah, just a
0: guy. That's a way to put. It. But. Carolina thirty first against fantasy running backs thirty first DVOA against yep. the run. So if he can't do like it this that week, part, yeah. If he can't do it this week, he's dead to me. So um, <laughs> with that audience, um, you got anything for us, Jimmy? You've been carrying the team, Avon. Feel free to chime in. Anyone else? We got ten thousand dollars left to finish your receiver and your flex. Ooh, I, Ooh. I, I'm going to trust Jimmy on this one. And I like Drew that one, Pickens.
2: Ooh. Um gross i don't gross. know if it's gross i think it's oh no gross. i think you said i wasn't looking i thought you said pick it my bad pickens oh. is fine pickens is fine yeah he's he's definitely fine and Taysom hill actually picked him up in season log in one of the teams i got probably gonna start him this week the volume is there from like every yep. angle so why not yep.
0: yeah yeah they might even let him throw after all the car whining but yeah I <laughs> <need it. laughs> um all right, this landed right where I thought it was going to land. That's why I didn't want to do it. In a perfect world, I would be taking Nico Collins right here, um, but I someone took him. I'm not going to name names, and I feel very, um, it's be- I feel very bad for this. <laughs> I, I am feeling bad. Thank you. I'm um, glad you do too. I want um, want a little run back, a little correlation in this. You know, the highest point total on the board in this Chiefs game, and it's been Sutton, but for me, I am going to go Jerry Judy. And um, my point is he, he's finally starting to get a little bit of the targets. Um, and the receptions in the last few games, he's had 14 in three games. All he needs is one long one, and he's going to blow something out of the waters. They're evenly priced. I'm going to take the lower, probably owned player this week. I'll take Jerry Judy.
2: Did you guys see uh, Steve, Steve Smith is completely roast oh, Judy? That was probably I, the best I got seen on TV in a long, Ninja. long time. <laughs> and, then, and, and then and then Judy goes out there and lays another egg just to prove C Smith right. Um, and both these guys are probably gone too. I saw that pop up. Yeah. I would definitely grab Sutton over Judy. Like he's if he can stay healthy, big body, he's making plays on the field. Obviously, he's been pretty bad because he has Russell Wilson as his quarterback. Definitely doesn't help him much. So I think Sutton's the guy to get, you know, if you're a team that's looking for I agree. Uh, uh, 2A or whatever. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe Judy will reemerge, but like, I don't know, I like the everything I've seen from draft day moving forward on Judy. Nothing really panned out too well for this kid. So,
0: but to your we'll, point, how what makes him more valuable? So I, a big game, a big game. No, I'm saying, like, oh, what, yeah. So to get and, out of town, yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So maybe what, he tries this week, you know, he'll yeah. try one week to stay on the field and be productive, but and what, he's got what, the explosiveness, he'll cut one. And he could be gone for sure.
0: That's it. You can get more for him probably
1: if he shows a little more. That's I think. Well, I think you can get more for him just in general than, than he's young, yeah. right because he's younger, and, and I mean people will still view that you know the you know the talent level. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not in on him. I he was one of the guys like you know Dempsey probably talked about this when he was on as well. Um, you know a lot of times we end up drafting cheaper pieces uh, of you know that where there's a little uncertainty or or at least like some ambiguity and so i have tons of sutton well actually, i have tons of tim patrick uh and (laughs) then you know switched to to sutton at some point after tim patrick was hurt but but i think you know all uh, you know a lot of times the cheapest pieces end up being the nice piece that's why you get guys like you know uh nico collins adam Thielen. you're waiting for the cheaper pieces of offenses
0: yeah no totally agree um Hopefully, um, maybe he just shows up one That's week. why I
1: have a bunch of Dalvin uh, Cook and no Brees Hall, too, though. So yeah. it doesn't work every time. Not a guaranteed outcome, people. My <laughs> disclaimer. <laughs> Love I, it, got a, I got a tough
2: decision, but I think I just sold myself on the decision. I got 4,900 left. I was debating between downs and, you know, what he did. You know, he's got that ceiling and, and – you know, Minshew has proven to be, you know, fantasy relevant here. But I'm going to slide over. Um, Saints defense worries me a little bit. Worries me, um, too. Yeah, I'm a little worried there. I'm so trying I'm to talk down of over. downs.
1: Try to talk yeah. down the downs before it gets to my pick, right? No, that's not what
2: <laughs> You can have them. You can have <laughs> I'm, I'm not doing go, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm going to go with, you know, the safety here and hopefully he finds the end zone. Um, give me Michael Thomas, and unfortunately sure. for Olave, you know, maybe maybe Olave sits out because of whatever happened. Yes. I don't think he does sit out, but it's probably 20% chance. He wasn't drunk or anything. He was just 30 no. miles over speed limit. So but, he but, should be fine. But really, does does a Michael
0: Thomas correlate to Chris Olave? Like, I, I, I don't think it changes No, that.
2: Well, I'll get a bump. Like, if Olave's out, you know, Thomas will definitely get a bump in targets. I don't think but it yeah, think I think you're fine either way.
1: I think Alvin Kamara gets a bump in charge. Yeah, <laughs> a lot I don't know. I'm just not a Michael Thomas.
0: I'm just yeah. not Michael Thomas guy. That I, I mean, I don't think he's bad. I just think you should be Michael, Michael to... Thomas
2: guys. Yeah, you yeah. would have took Downs over Thomas or
0: no? Yeah, I took Downs the past two weeks here, so that's <laughs> I was he was on my list. But no, I I don't know, Jay. I mean, I, I hear you. Thomas is is a safe play. Downs yeah. he I had to for... hit a 60 yard play last week to get his points you know
2: yeah i was looking up you know kendrick Bourne as well i think in that in that number he's probably you know fairly safe but i already got stevenson i don't want to get too much of the patriots offense because that can definitely burn me but i think my team's kind of balanced You know, i got no crazy guys and just need pollard and uh i to really show up along as you know Jalen hurts you know sneaks a couple in the end so that'd be nice all right Bob. bob man you got the last one finish us off show us how to do this thing man
1: Hollywood <laughs> revenge you going with the revenge narrative I see what you're doing. not just the revenge but the recent volume I mean for the most part he has hit the double digit targets has done something with it the touchdown upside is definitely there we've seen it earlier it's been a little bit but mostly I think most of his issues have been you know kind of Dobbs has been diminishing it seems like just as a passer but but still like the anticipated volume and not 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 necessarily against a good revenge narrative Dobb's better quarterback than Kyler Murray or no? Mm, he's available. I mean, right now. I mean, that's you know. I, I don't know. Probably not better, but but like maybe you know, serviceable enough that if you know, I, I think we're still trying to figure out what the the Cardinals' plans are. It sounds like they're going to play Kyler Murray. Uh, that seems crazy to me. If the you know, if you know, I don't know. Teams teams like you know. Maybe the team wants to tank. The players clearly are not tanking. And, and to his credit, you know, Jonathan Gannon, I can remember at the start of the season, he put out that, like, motivational video thing. And, like, every player in the room was like, like, what the hell is this guy talking about? It made, me think, of the, made me think of the Mike Tomlin quote, you know, we want volunteers, not hostages. That looked like a room full of hostages. And they're not playing like it. They're playing like a group of guys who want to play. They're they've, playing they've, they've, hard.
2: Yeah, they've been yeah. in most of these games, man. They've been in most of these games. If Kyle Murray's sitting out there, do you do you pick him up in the next couple of weeks hoping? Or I'm not a Kyle Murray guy. I think he's like I'm not either. a level or two better than Baker Mayfield. But I don't think he's going to be great for long. Huh. But do you think you go out there and stash him?
1: I don't think he's a consistently high end producer. I think he is a spike producer who will have big weeks and thrill you. And you'll keep playing that spike week. And it'll be to your detriment.
2: I agree to that. Dave, man, we, we finished the draft. How are you feeling about your team? You know, you're coming off a big loss last week. I finally took you down. So yeah. what do you, you feeling now, man? You're riding the Lamar Jackson. The Kareem Hunt play, I like that a lot. Um, it, it forwards out. Good value there. You got the value in Douglas. Need a big game out of Judy. Probably get it out of Kelsey. Jaguars D, fan of that as well, man. So yeah, looking pretty I- balanced, man. I
0: yeah I don't love you know I I left myself with fifty seven hundred and I was torn which way to go but with the Judy Pierce I'm not in love with it but I felt like I've already got enough points where I I wanted a safer floor here it's not that not for GPP I'm with Bob I I play Sutton more in a GPP Um, but yeah no I feel okay because of the key here is Denver played a flat game last week I think they're going to get exposed this week Um, and if you remember. The Denver-Kansas City already played, right, on Thursday night. And that was a weird game. I think, you know, when you play one of those low-scoring games, I think the next divisional game tends to flip on the other side. So I'm I'm happy I got at least three out of that game. That that was kind of my strategy going in. Now, I will say that Brees Hall and Alvin Camaro were, my, like, my, like, behind Pacheco, two and three running back. So I thought those were two really good picks. And, and you know, for you, Jason, I, Addison is just – I mean, I don't care where he's playing right now, uh, but to play Green Bay up there. I mean, underpriced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: They don't adjust for, like, the Monday night. They don't have time to adjust. Right. They put they the Sunday adjust. night at, and they're priced it out. And I was shocked by his performance. I didn't see that coming against that defense. And we'll you know, one of the was kind of fluky,
1: though, right? I mean, the, you know, the, 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 that touchdown to any half was pretty fluky. Uh, for so. sure, for sure. Dave, yeah, looking
2: well, at any bets so far? Any bets that you're looking at for the weekend that you got locked in? Bob, any bets that you like moving forward?
1: I, I haven't even looked yet. I won't look. Yeah. I like I do the first half of the week is like, you know, buried in, you know, the, the mundane wave work. And, and then as, yeah, waiver wire or something like that. Then as I get down into Thursday, I start paying more attention to, to those kind of things and start looking at my props and whatnot. So
0: like Bob, a little bit too, like, and I'm, I'm a big guy. Uh, I, I like to watch the market. Um, I like to really look at the public plays and, and, and how lines move a little bit. Now, listen, if you're going to do that, you do want to get on some early plays and then maybe even, you know, buy back. But at this point, you know, you talked about tomorrow night. I do think Buffalo rebounds well, and I think they're going to be really, you know, I agree. angry, angered tomorrow. So i like the eight and a half. I do. I'm not a big heavy favorite better, but in this case, I, I think this is a good spot. If you remember when they lost to the Jets week one, they demolished the Raiders the next week. Yep. So I, I think this is a, a similar script. We have Tampa stinks. Totally agree <laughs> with that. Yeah. From all that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, oh. Dave, just get us out of here, man. Let's close up the shop. And uh, Jimmy, good job, man. Jimmy, if you beat if you beat all of us, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a prize out there, Jimmy, because you helped pick this fourth lineup. So if you take us all down, man, I'm gonna send a prize your way, man. So we'll see you in Discord a little bit later. But Dave, get us out of here, man. Let's do our thing and, and keep it moving.
0: Well, before I get us out here, let me pass over Bob. Bob, you know, thanks so much for coming on tonight. I'd love you to tell. Uh, our listeners our followers everyone else where they can you know see your work at obviously football diehards but i'm gonna pass the mic over to you for a sec
1: i try to keep it simple for the peoples and by the way jimmy did a great job i the, those receivers and that quarterback that's a that's pretty that's a murderer's row there um i like uh i, I like to keep things simple for the people so football is the website uh, the youtube channel football diehards youtube channel i do live streams on wednesday at 7 p.m eastern time saturday at noon ask me anything and i'll answer i also answer correctly like at one out of every 37 questions i believe this uh, is the actual hit right there um also the football diehards program on sirius xm fantasy sports radio and on nfl radio on saturday nights do the pregame show on sundays with jeff mans as well so uh, that's from 11 to 1. So listen to all those things and watch all my stuff and do all those things. And and I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much.
0: All right. We thank you so much for coming on and being part of our Windaly Daily Sports team tonight. Having some fun. You know, we do it Wednesdays for a reason. We have a little fun with the, you know, lineups. Start to just build it. Start to get your mind thinking about the weekend and, and really where you want to get into certain aspects. Obviously, we're talking some cheap tonight. Love the Trey McBride, Demario Douglas. Even getting in with that Texans defense, very nice um, pieces there. And on the other side, I tell you the truth on the, in the audience pick. Uh, you know, Bob mentioned it. The receivers, you know, Dallas Goddard could come up sneaky this yep. week. The Commanders are very bad against tight end, so you know that we're just trying to get your brain moving about areas where you can start to attack the slate. Figure out where you want to stack. Figure out where you want to run back. But as always. Get into our Discord room. If you're not a member now, sign up. Discord's free. You can talk to all of us, myself, Jason, and many of our experts. Even Jimmy, who was coaching, uh, who was picking today, is in there helping out um, every weekend. And as always, we'll have our articles out, our projection models. Sticks writes so many good things, but he also has the best projection model going right now that really helps us build our lineups so with that thanks for joining in tonight every wednesday night as we do here on win daily sports and until next week may your green or screens be green we're screens out screens
2: be green there you go